It's Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like or what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a bar and a restaurant. They have a happy hour here every day from 3 to 7, which is four hours. Everything is half price, and including bar food and the awesome cocktails that we have here. And today's happy hour is brought to us by Door Furniture. For 80 years, Door Furniture has served retail customers throughout the greater New Orleans area, from its home base on Elysian Fields in the Marigny, now in its fourth generation, if you can believe that. Door proudly provides the finest quality furniture from manufacturers like Stickley Century and a wide variety of Amish-made furniture. Do you, do you guys have any Amish furniture? No, but I love it. What is it? It's very elegant and simple in its design. It's almost like Quaker-ish. Quaker, is it really? That's the voice of Tiana Hux you're hearing here. Tell me more about her in a minute. Door's designers can also customize pieces for your home, from slipcover sofas to dining room tables. And if you're on the North Shore, Door recently opened a second location in Covington. Door furniture is about as normal as it gets, isn't it? It's gorgeous. John Fleming, wouldn't you agree with that? I think it's absolutely a wonderful store. Oh, all right, and thank you too to Strategic Resumes. If you want to sharpen up your resume, your LinkedIn profile, your other job search skills, give them a call at Strategic Resumes. And if you want to get away, start your search by checking in with Travel Central and Metairie. I don't know if you've ever done this, but are you young enough to old, old enough to have had a travel agent? Links. Do you know what a travel agent does? A travel agent does the same thing that you do, yeah. except. You don't have to do it. You don't no, have to spend hours and hours on kayak and Expedia. Yeah. The travel agent does it, and you pay them nothing. Oh, okay. Isn't that a great concept? It's a wonderful deal. Give them a call at Travel Central <laughs> and Mary. And that's been our whole show for the day. John Fleming is here. It's so great to see you, John. How's Good it going? Good to see you, too. We've been talking. John and I have known each other for how long? About 100 years. About 100. And every time we run into each other, we say, let's get together and let's do have something. Dinner. Yeah, and we never, ever do it. <laughs> So we finally got together to have a drink here today on Happy Hour. And Link, Zohar, and John already know each other. Yeah. Have met. We <laughs> met at Tipitina's. With Steve Armbruster, right. mutual friend. So you don't yeah. know each other at all. No. Not but really. you just ran no. into each other. We just at, ran into each other watching music. We were having a great time. So how weird is that of a coincidence right there? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> how long ago was that? Um, a couple months. I don't know. Continental Maybe Drifters. just a month. The Continental Drifters. Continental. So that it was like awesome. Jazz Fest. Wow. It was beautiful. Oh. It was a great Drifters, yeah. evening. It was a great it, evening. It was? Yes. Memorable for both of you? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time. All right, that's a good thing kind about Kind of an old, <laughs> yeah. old family, you know, the Continental, Continental Drifters. Continental Drifters I know all of those right. people in there yeah. for years. And Tiana Hux is here as well, also known as MC Sweet Tea. If you're nasty. One of my favorite... Recording artist in New Orleans. Well, thank you very much. Your record that came out—I don't even believe that was so long ago, 2005. That 2005, record, yes. Story. We just released a record. Uh, my band Malavius. We just re- released a record on the Bayou for the Bayou Boogaloo, but we're having a party okay. coming up, and then. Uh, okay, so this is what's yeah, so confusing about you. More. So. But back so, in then, way back then, pre-Katrina, we did, I, I did release a record. you had a record under your own name, Tiana Hux. That's right. Is that your actual real name? It's my real name. That really is yeah. your real name. And Lynx Zohar is wow. not your real name, I assume. Or well, is it? the Zohar part is. Yes. And 
the links part is. Is two. So the answer is yes, it is your real name. But from different sources, not from my mom. <laughs> okay. Where, where are they from? From both? Uh, uh, either of them from your mom? Um, the last name's from my dad, but the first name's right. from. Uh, that was my first Claire Audient experience. Claire, Not my first, but Claire, the first one I recognized as being a Claire Audient well, Claire experience. Audience is being able to hear something from another dimension. Ultimately, that's one idea. Well, what, what is it? <laughs> so, yeah, um, basically, I heard a voice. I was in my tent cabin. I was 19 years old. I was alone. I knew that I was alone. And I'd just come back from the mess hall. I was working there, and not in the mess hall, but in Yosemite, in a tent cabin. We were, we were staying in a tent cabin. Okay, let's figure out the story. <laughs> okay, so you buy yourself in a tent. Uh, yeah, the tent cabin. What is a tent cabin? Exactly? Well, it's got a wooden structure, but canvas walls. Okay, so, so why would you go to all the trouble of buying, of making a I'm, wooden structure and then not putting the rest then, of the walls in there? You know, Do you roll it up it so you're sort of outside? Wasn't, it just wasn't cold enough to matter, okay. nor was it strong enough to keep bears out. But I didn't have bears come in my space, but okay. you, know, you could hear... So it's a tent cabin. How many tent cabins are there? Um, like a whole... It's a village. And then okay. there are places that can be rented out as villages, and then others are where those of us who work there lived. What did you do? You are like a ranger or something? Your no, I cleaned cabins. <laughs> I was a bed maker. You were in the sort of yeah. So on the, on the, yeah. What's it called? Okay. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Housekeeping in a tent cabin. Well, to me, I was in the woods, doot, 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 and then I went into a cabin, and I cleaned the cabin, and right. I got out of the cabin, I was back in the woods, and I walked to another cabin, and I did the same thing. And I loved it. It was, that there was sounds no... Sounds pretty good when you're 19, I would Yeah. Think. It wasn't, it it wasn't the... housekeeping. It wasn't this or that. Right. It was like, do this, and then go back to the woods, and do this, and stay, and then you live in the woods, and you get paid to stay in the woods, <laughs> And what's the weed situation? Are you smoking a lot of weed at the time? Well, I hadn't done a lot of that, but it was more mushrooms. Mushrooms, okay. Yeah. So that's probably why you heard the voice. In a tent no, cabin. at that time I had but not been on the mushrooms, but it was a good chance that I had opened myself up to experiencing it because of the mushrooms. Okay. Yes. So you're sitting but in I a tent But I was completely tent cabin. sober. Okay. It was my day off. I went down to go see the food being made. No, no. I went down to go make myself some food. I saw some folks making food for themselves. They worked there also. Making a sandwich. So. Anything. They had something called soy milk. Soy and milk. I didn't know anything about that, but I'd been a vegetarian since I was 12 years old. Whoa. They where, had, where did you grow up, by the way? Just to interrupt you for a second. Huh? Where did you grow up? Um, California. California. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there you are at Yosemite. Yeah. Okay. And I see Watching these, people making, they're making food. soy milk food. They're all dressed up to climb some mountains. Well, probably, you know, half dome or, you know, whatever they're going to do in Yosemite. They're going to go climbing. But they also work there, obviously, because they're in the place where workers are, you know. So they're all dressed up with hooks and, and gear and back, backpacks or whatever they're doing. And they're making their breakfast. And it's granola and the soy milk stuff and stuff I didn't know about. And I'm watching them, and I realize, I'm thinking to myself, boy, do they have it all together. They've got it together, man. Look at them. They've got it together. They're going to go somewhere with all that gear. Did you feel bad that they hadn't invited you on the mountain climbing expedition? Well, I... You had to stay home and make beds? I didn't feel 
like I was ready to be anywhere near where they were. So that's what gave me this deep understanding of like, whoa, wait a minute. If I'm looking at them and I'm thinking they've got it all together, who knows what they're thinking when they look at me? Maybe I look like I've got it all together. And I'm thinking, whoa, what do I look like? Then I realized that we were all our own universes in our own minds. What time of the day is this? This is breakfast time. You breakfast. Hit this okay. Breakfast. It's a big epiphany. Yes. Everybody's got their own universes in their own heads. So I realized this, and it really thrills me. I'm thrilled. And this Plus, is the morning after the mushrooms? Because that can still have an effect. There's a chance of it, but doubtful. <laughs> doubtful. Okay. I don't remember. I think I slept well. It hadn't been out. I just know that other things in my life had brought me to similar situations. But I was young and didn't know You're only 19 at this point. Uh, yeah, so okay. then I'm old soul. And I've figured out everyone's got their own universes All in their right. own heads. I'm leaving that space. I'm walking down the trail to my tent cabin. Along the trail, I see a medallion on the ground. The medallion has the... It's a carved into it a, a lynx. A lynx. Now, I might have thought Bobcat. I might have thought Bobcat. Isn't it the and same? I, well, they're, they're the same, though. Well, one is American, doesn't have as long as the, the you know, the points Ooh, on the ears. Yeah. yeah. The tail is shorter, and they're more orangey with dots of black. The other is more gray with a varied pattern, just to say. Wow. Bobcat, so yeah. high, would still be a good name. <laughs> Well, it turned out it was yeah, Lynx. You're right. You know, that would be nice Bobcat. Too. Somebody took it already. Goldberg. <laughs> that was Bobcat Goldberg. Well, it was yeah. no name that I would have myself thought of. It was nothing I would have thought of. Bob. I find the medallion. Right. I'm vegetarian. I'm curious whether this is real bone or not. Oh, it's well, a medallion that looks like it's made out of bone. Yes. Okay. Or horn or something. Oh. It might but, be some sort of Native American artifact, you're thinking? Or no, no. Something that I think it was something we sold at the gift store, at the okay. gift shop. Right. You know? <laughs> and somebody left it on the path for me to find. All right. Absolutely. And I take it to my tent cabin, and I'm debating whether all of this stuff is, if it's real bone. And I'm thinking, well, it's nothing I really buy. Probably made in China. The etching's very nice. It is well made. I, it's curious, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it while I'm sitting in the doorway of my tent cabin with the sun shining on me, nobody in my tent, and all of a sudden I hear, you will be called Lynx. And I flip around. I look to see who's behind me. It was a female voice. It was up at the top corner of my tent cabin, and nobody was there. I didn't say, who said that? I said, When? And then completely forgot about it. And as psychology would tell us... And as psychology would tell us, we, um, if you experience something you can't really register, because it's not normal, you will forget about it just to protect yourself in whatever okay. fashion. So I forgot about it. Within months, I'm in San Francisco. Can you tell us what your name was at this point? Oh. Or do you not go back to that? Well, all right. Now the whole world's going to know. You don't, have, you don't have to tell us. No, you don't. You don't have to tell us you if you've left that tell. behind you. Well, but you had some other name completely. I'm not going to make you do that. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just go back. Um, okay. When so, I'm leaving Yosemite, I have forgotten that I just heard a voice. Right. But the months go by, I forget that I heard a voice. And it was a woman's voice. And it was a woman's voice. 
I get we to send. You will be called links. You will be called links. See, the way you say that. Yeah. And it was. It was intense like that. But the way you say that, it sounds more like a guy, actually. It was just a very authoritative, or not authoritative, she very. Had a low voice. Yes. Right. You will be called links. Since and I felt like she pointed a finger at me. You will be called links. So you didn't see anything. No, but I felt so direct, like. Shaking, looking around, going, who said that? But it's like, then I felt like, all right, okay, forget about it. Three months later, leave Yosemite. I'm in San Francisco. It's a whirlwind of, of woo-woo cars going by and everything. And this young guy on the side of the street says to me, and I say, young guy, I'm 19, whatever. I don't know how old he was, but I'm old soul. I'm old soul. And he says, hey, sister, you want me to do your animal totem cards? And I thought, hmm. Totally. Yes, totally. I'm from California, totally. Absolutely. Tell me my totem animals. And he does the the reading. I'm not even paying attention because everything's just whirling around like crazy. That was very good. Loved it. That's a good joke. And what what drugs are you on now? Absolutely nothing nothing but bliss. Okay. Um, my own chemical responses to the happiness I choose. What are you doing in San Francisco? Just hanging out? Or are you going we to school? We just decided or? to go to San Francisco. It was we. She's it? anticipating her animal totem waiting. Yes, right. What she's that's doing. why you're like, t- obviously there. Go to San Francisco. If you make it, they will show up. And, and I'm like, okay. Right. So. Who are you with? I'm with some friends who, was, who were working with me in Yosemite. Okay. So we go to go to San Francisco. He does my totem animals. Well, now I'm not paying attention. Lights, colors, sounds whirling by me, and all of a sudden he goes, "Huh?" And he he catches my attention. And he says, "You know." And he I said, "What?" He he taps on the cards, and I look down there. There's got to be like twelve different cards. And he says, "You've got a lot of links energy." Links energy. Seriously, twelve different cards, and all of a sudden, boop, 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 all my synapses. Boop, 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 boop. I remember I heard a voice in the tent cabin in Yosemite telling me you'd be called links. And I just reached down and I said, well, I told him the story. I heard a voice. I said, doo And he goes, he reached up to me and he said, well, nice to meet you, links. And from there, I continued on with having everybody. Very nice. That's Thank a great you. story. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Mom, Dad. How long ago was that? <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm many years ago. older oh, now. Oh, because you were 19. <laughs> so whatever it was, it was quite a way back. Yes. And you've been links ever since. Sure enough. Okay, John, how did you get to be called John? Yeah, John. Let's go around the table. Well, I was born, um, I was born Leo, and I didn't like the word Leo at that time. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> And you heard a my voice. My mother and my father yeah. gave it to me. Well, it know. was the ordinary way. So you didn't hear a voice telling you you'll be called John? No, I hadn't heard a voice yet. Nothing yet? Not yet. Well, that's a good question, though. And Tiana, well, that's an extremely unusual name. Yeah, that's nice. Isn't it? That is. is a family name. Is it Russian? Uh, Greek. Greek. I Greek. And my uh, family last name is Malavitas, and that's the name of my band. band name now. Malavitas. Oh. But I also oh. renamed myself MC Sweetie if you're nasty. Right. <laughs> it's very hard to keep your sort of career together because. I'm saying it's extremely difficult to keep yeah. a career together. Links, what? you know. I can't. You know, John, you seem like you've got it together. Yeah. John has it totally oh. together. Nice, nice, nice. We can point out John seems to have it together. Yeah. Yes. You, you should see what John does if you're, if you're online and you look, can look at this while we, we are checking this out. John's got a. Uh, the way his website is johnfleming.com, I believe, and Fleming has two M's. John makes beautiful art out of leather. 
Mo- mostly masks and other stuff as well. Well, I, I, but, I worked with leather for quite a while. And uh, it gave me since a way to before, travel. Since before Lynx was Lynx, actually. Since before Lynx was Lynx. Yeah, yeah quite a bit before. Since before Lynx was yeah. Lynx. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of back in time. It's BL, before Lynx. Yeah. So <laughs> you started in, what, in the 70s? You were making your yes. first stuff? Yes. Because I read on this bio, this is the first time anyone's ever sent me a photo of a bio. Graham. I know because I don't send them out much. I just find one. I took a picture of it. <laughs> Look at this. It's really great. The photo of a bio from yeah. some time back that Graham DePonte sent me, our producer. And it says here that you started making leather stuff in 1971. Yes. Which is a long time ago. Yes. And also it says in India. Yeah. Which I didn't know about you, which I thought was curious because leather is made from cows and cows right. are sacred. Well, there are not only in India. Hindus there. There are Here's also John's Muslims. masks here. Look at this. Ooh, Very beautiful. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you, but Xerox just got this beautiful mask. Oh, they really works of art. John, do you have a shop down in the French Quarter? Because I feel like I've been in there and seen your stuff. I, uh, I had a man who represented me for years, for about 30 years. And now there's a small shop that has some smaller pieces in it. Where do you sell mostly at festivals? And- uh, I travel around the country. I do festivals in different parts of the country. And then I um, do the jazz festival, usually here. Right. And most of my work goes out of the city. And uh, I've been doing it a long time. Okay, so uh, go back to 1971 and you're in India. Yeah. Just, are you just traveling around? Well, I had been in, in India a while. I traveled across to, you know, Asia, Afghanistan, Iran, all of that. And uh, when we got to India... Um, I was broke. So I, uh, I was in Goa, which was the beginning of a scene in India, that, which was uh, psychedelic. hippie we're back, heaven. We're back on and, the psychedelics. Uh, <laughs> so I was on the Marrakesh Express going the other direction. And so we got there, and uh, I had to make some money, so I met a Mexican-American guy. He was making sandals on the beach. And I had an idea I saw um, when I was in Bombay before I got to Goa. I was in the Muslim section which is where they make all the leather goods, where they tan leather, where they dye leather, where they do everything. The Hindus don't well, do what's it. The deal they with wear the, it, what's but they don't do the it. Cows, they don't eat them, but they use leather. You know, they wear leather sandals. they're not killing cows. Though, they're right? they're well, not slaughtering they let the, It's a complicated system they arrange so that well, it gets done. And that's when <laughs> that was in the 70s, because now India has taken to killing cows in great fashion oh, for really? quick money. Really? Oh, I don't... For American leather companies. Wow. I thought cows Sadly. wandered down the street there. Sadly. Well, they do walk around the streets. So. Yeah. Yeah. But do then they, they get grounded up. Well, anyway. Oh, I well, mean, ground heard, up. I meant to say they get herded up, and then, and then all of that happens. Oh, rounded up, I think. Yeah, said. that's what I meant. So, right. But have you been to India recently, Links? No. Okay. But I know a lot so, of people from there. I, I, I deal with a lot of monks and nuns within the tantric faith of Ananda Marga. Wow. And Ananda Marga? Yeah. Oh, I can't find okay. that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's another note. But Isn't it Ananda is Marga some sort of weird cult? Sure is. What is that all about? No, no. It's not. It's not. No. Ananda Marga's shoe cult? Ananda Marga. Isn't it? It's not the Marga. Sorry. That's a Melda Marga. That's another good one. Yeah, yeah. Shoe cult. Yes. It's good. A lot of people are in that. Totally different thing. Totally different thing. 
totally different. Okay, we'll get on to Ananda Margo in a minute. But okay. So there you are in 1971 making sandals on the beach. So, so I went back to Bombay, and I bought a lot of cobra skins. And they were every color. And so I went back and I made some uh, belts out of it. And I thought they looked really, and they wrapped around your waist, and the tail hung down. The, the tail was hanging down. Uh, so the guy said, well, where are you going to sell them? And I went back up to Bombay, and I told him, um, I'm going to go to the most expensive hotel in Bombay, and I'm going to go to the gift shop, and I'm going to see if they'll buy them. And if they don't, I'm going to go to the second most expensive <laughs> hotel in Bombay, and I'm going to go to their gift shop, and then I'm going to see how much I can get. Well, it was the Taj Mahal Hotel where I went first, which I knew best. The Oberoi was the other big one. And uh, the gift shop bought them. All right. So I had some change, so I went and bought some more Cobra skins, and I went back down to Goa. And I did this two or three times. And had anyone taught you how to make leather stuff at this point? Or you just I had never took, touched it before. You just started I doing. had made a bladder for a fuel pump of an old 49 Ford I was driving back from <laughs> Indiana once. But uh, no, I had never touched it before. And, um, and oh, then yeah. I, had, uh, I had to figure out a way to make a living because I wanted to travel. And I wanted to, I figured I'd have had to Had you thought about to going do... to college or anything like that? Oh, I already, already finished college. You finished with all that? Yeah, okay. I got a Bachelor of Fine Arts and okay. stuff. I taught school a year, and then I, then I went. Um, <clears throat> well, then I went, and uh, I got to New Delhi with that money. And I went, and I bought a cow skin, I'm sorry. And I cut it, and I made a travel bag. And it had uh, a lot of beads I had from Afghanistan and fringe hanging all over. It was like a big postman's bag, you know, but really nice looking. And all I had was a hole punch and a knife I'd gotten from a rug maker in, in, uh, in Kabul. Right. And so I had said, well, if I can figure out a way to make a living and stay on the road and make something in a hotel room, I'll get to the next step, you know, what I want to do with my life. So um, a guy saw the bag and in the next hotel room, and he ordered one. So I stayed another week, two <laughs> weeks in New Delhi. I made him one, and that got me to Kathmandu. Uh, no, and it got me to Varanasi. And then this progressed, and that's how I did for traveling, and I went back to Europe, and I did it on the streets of Paris and south of France. And one thing led to another, and I started making what I thought were pretty nice things, and I did my first uh, art show in Avignon in France. And this was in 74, and it had a... Um, <clears throat> Kind of like a craft fair you'd have in America here, outside so in, the ramparts. So in three years, you'd gone from just making your very first thing to now having your own art show in, in I was, France. I was driven. No, I, just, I didn't have an art show. I was part of a craft show. Okay. You know, I, had a, I got involved with an organization of American artists who were living in Paris. And the government in France is very strict about who gets to do one thing or another money-wise, you know, any kind of commerce. So I, within this group, a woman... Uh, made an umbrella group so about five of us could show our work so i went down and did it and i lived with some theater people who were from la mama theater company in new york and they were performing and i was doing this and i just had my first little you know little girl was born and she's about three months old and i i made enough money to get back to the states so uh, i brought you know everybody yeah. back to the states it's pretty romantic story isn't it yeah. are you coming up with something to top this now yeah. And then I got uh, back here, and uh, we came to New Orleans the first time. In and that, no, it was 70, no, 72, I came before I went back to India, yeah. I was in New Orleans once, uh, oh, I told you about Eddie Kurtz, my right. friend Eddie. 
1972. I came for a couple of months before I went to South America for a couple of years. Oh, wait. Did you save one of those belts for yourself? Do you I have? don't have one. No, I gave them all to... I was, once the thing's done, I'm not real connected. Understood. That'd be cool. <laughs> no, I'm interested, yeah. but I'm not real yeah. connected yeah. in the yeah. sense of having to have it in my hands anymore. Yeah. Okay, listen, we have to stop for a second because, Tiana, yeah. I don't think these guys even know what you sound like other than a couple of words so you've said. making cool jokes with them <laughs> yeah. at the yeah. happy hour. So yeah. I want... Talking about your I want, I want these guys. Yeah. I want these guys to hear what you do. So... So just give us a sort of a brief recap, because it, as I was saying, it is confusing. You're a Tiana Hux for a while, which is your real name. I oh, still am. I'm you still am. I'm okay. also now also, I'm Tiana Hux Dues is my married name. Oh, you got I married to somebody in the meantime. Yeah, I got okay. married. So Tiana Hux Dues is now my D-E-W-E-S. My D-E-W-S. That's the D-E-W-S. way you spell Dues. Dues. Okay, it's like Jews, except with a D. Like uh, like morning Jews. Okay. Oh, it's like the do. Okay. Hux, it's Hux Dues, though. I really like the two of them together. Hux Dues. So. Oh, I'm yeah, going to write that on the tablecloth. Hux Dues. It does look good. Okay, but you're using that as well? Because now I'm even... It's just... It's hyphenated? No. Hux Dues. No, hyphenated. it's not hyphenated. It's I said Asher, hyphen, though, didn't hyphenated. I? I said hyphen, but it's not hyphenated. It's not hyphenated. No. Okay, so it's Tiana Hux Dues, which is a great name, but you're not recording under that name. No, I... This is where it's very confusing. Uh, I'm... So the record that I really like, which is oh a classic gosh. album called Thank Story, which you. is a really a classic album, is recorded in 2005, and that's under the name of Tiana Hux. That is. And that's on Spotify. If you listen to this and you want to find out what the hell I'm talking about, do yourself a favor and go and listen to this record called Story from beginning to end. It's really an exceptional record. Thank you. I'm surprised that... Because it doesn't sound like anything else at the time or even now. It's completely original. It really got a little washed out in Katrina. You know, I made right. it and we released it well, literally weeks, yeah. weeks before Forgot about the that. storm. And I was making this work here. I had this, um, I was, speaking of mushrooms, I was having a vision at a hip hop show that I needed to become a rapper. I was like, oh, that is it. I was making performance art. Uh, in college. Did you really have a vision? I did. You? I really sincerely had a vision and I always loved rap music yeah. and I was making all this interactive performance art and theater and, you know, kind of the call and response aspect of it and, well, you what know, did the this, vision, what did the vision look like? It looked like I ain't going to do that and I'm not going to stop Well, when you say a vision, was it a person talking to It was to me. You? No, it was like me doing it. Oh, you saw yourself as a right. rap. As a, as a wow. rapper. So I started okay. to work on that and, and I, I came here and so it was Oh, where it was to that? Do with, where did you have, this was in Austin. in Austin. I was living okay. in Austin at the time, okay. and I was starting to, but I was starting to make work here and make performance art here, and so I was starting to have my life. There's such an opening that I felt such reception in this community, in this space, artistically, so just rich and incredible, and, and so I just felt like okay, I could do I could do that here, and at the same time, I saw this amazing, beautiful uh, burlesque show, and it was kind of like at the very start of the neo burlesque thing. A group called the Shimshamettes, and they were at the what is now One Eye Jacks, the Shimsham, right. the Shimshamettes, right. and and I said, ah, oh, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a rapper, and I'm gonna have a burlesque show. I'm gonna. So I had this vision, and I okay. and I moved here, and I realized it, and it was you know kind of so peaking. We were having a great time, and this was 2005, and doing great shows. And then three weeks later, you know what happened. You know what happened. I was like, wow. We all got destroyed. Was it the universe trying to tell you something? I don't know. 
Do you I, believe that? Sort of thing? Was like it, what was the universe telling all of us? I mean, we all went through uh-huh. it, right? Okay. I mean, is the universe telling so, the whole world that the climate is changing and we all were on the forefront of it here in our city and it was so, you know, unique thing that happened here when it happened 10 years ago and now it's happened in Puerto Rico last year and mm. in Houston and it's then it was in Sandy in New York and it's like all over the Gulf Coast. It's been more than 10 years now. It's You're so right. It's been more than years, 10 years. Correct. It's been 13. And now yeah. check it. You know what happened, what my parents said when they heard that Katrina was going to hit New Orleans? I think we're in California. They said that one's going to be a bad storm. Uh, are they meteorologists? No. <laughs> they also hear voices. That's interesting. How they they also hear voices. How long before uh, the storm did they, they say that? They knew. Audient, clairaudient. <laughs> Though it's spelt differently, that is my birth given name. Clairaudient. Claire. Katrina. Whoa. No. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh. I guess it was that really is a fantastic piece of timing, wasn't it? That was wonderful. Go on the scene. That's got to be a highlight of the whole happy hour forever. That's genius. And I didn't even know I'd eventually be living here and hear everyone talk about oh, how devastating it was. And then remembering my mom said, like, my grandma Dad, said. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Why'd you make that happen yeah. for me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now... They knew it because that was powerful. Exactly. I had to come here. Exactly. (laughs) I had to be here. That is crazy. Okay, so Tiana, MC Sweet Tea, Malvitas. Yes, all of them. What the hell... But Why not? What, what are we talking yeah. about? Why not? Here? What about MC? Jay-Z, Sean what? Carter, Marshall Mathers, Eminem. It's very, like, traditional for and, rappers to have more than right. one name okay. and different and monikers. Keep people guessing. Oh, what? And it also keeps people confused and very hard to draw. It's very hard to sort of, yeah. It's not you good know? for marketing purposes. Which and is, that's always been a problem, problem for me. <laughs> the marketing has always been an issue. Yeah. So. Well, we need to, you need to straighten up here and have get one persona. Well, yeah. Yeah. And maybe management would be a good idea. Uh, Do you have any management? No, I, that, that okay. would probably be a anyway, good idea. Listen, you're, I'm going to make you listen to this. Now, what are you going to what are you going to sing for us here? Um, oh, well, I got a little song. It's called Yes. Management is a good idea and other parenthetical <laughs> words. Right. The song's called Yes. It's called Yes. Okay. All right. Check it out. Happy hour at the Wayfair. What up, y'all? Happy hour. It's New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? It's New Orleans. Yeah, please. Got some backup on there. At the the Wayfair. Don't forget. It's cool. It's just the lead-in. This is just the lead-in. Don't worry. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. That's what I say all the time. It's going to get better. Freaky, 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 fresh, as complicated as I want to be, and get up and turn off your TV, because I'm standing right in front of you, laptop, cell phones, just put them down, dude, jam, like that kind you spread on breakfast toast, damn, when do they play you on the radio, hypnotized by glamazons, I get paid to speak the truth, 
broke and then recycle into something new. Anywho, ain't no biggie, it's just what I do. Not on the TV, I am in front of you. Heart inside my hand and through the pen and then we might it. I thought about you when I made it, hope you like it. Priceless, now I got you thinking that I'm pretty sweet. TC's you looking awfully thirsty, it hurts me. But y'all, it really ain't about me. There's the bar, do you want to know what I think? Yes, is the name of the song I wrote. You wanna hear it on the radio? No corporation paid me to say. Wasn't thinking about fame on my name when I made it. Fresh, that's the name of my song. That's what I'm singing all day long. Get up and turn off in TV. I want for you to sing with sweet tea. No. Doesn't mean a damn thing We know how to make it way more interesting Show you the list of stuff we gotta do Sound like your ma Because I'm telling you Don't wanna feel bad about yourself It just feels better when I spit it out It's like a bad taste You're killing me Infotainment on the web is lame Same on the TV, feel me? You think you like it cause it sounds old school You sing it with me cause it make you feel really cool Off the press cause we can't just play the I want it, our best made it fresh So you're yelling, play the new one It's fun, that's where I am and where I'm gonna be Song keeps playing in my head As I'm laying down to sleep In your dreams, you don't think You just do what you like Wake it up as you go, write it down Am I right? Yes Yes, no, hey, it's like you've never heard it, fresh, and I think that you deserve it, freshy fresh, it's like yes, like you knew it all along, dude, you gotta write your own song, like a dog you see me picking at this bone, I see you nodding so I know I can't be wrong, catalyst, understand, it ain't about my life, into this feeling grand, lay my head down at night and load it up because we gotta go. You never hear it on the radio I don't know, moving on Got no more time for this, write it down So I can remember it Audio's been the most Bye-bye and Alvita's in the dew With the goat and the boat I'm waving from the train Yes, yes, my name MC Sweet Tea is my name All right Yeah Thank you Thank you Lynx, what did you think about that? Well, I have to say... Ooh, Johnson's a rapper too, but please. Well, no, 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 no. John, you're a rapper too? Stepson. Yes. Oh, Stepson. No, he's not it's still in the family. Lynx, you're a singer-songwriter yes. as well. What? Yes. Uh, I'm not singing anything. I didn't know that I was going to sing anything. I don't know if I'm going to sing anything, but... Good. All I know is that... Cool. Um, I love rapping too. Yeah, girl. And I like burlesque. And I went to burlesque because now I'm in New Orleans. Yeah, I say New Orleans. And I went to bur- yeah, went to the burlesque show, and I was like, oh my god, I would love to do music for these shows. And there you are doing rap and the burlesque shows. I didn't put those two together, but now I see that that's possible. And I'm not gonna go. You know, I don't have no idea what's gonna come from this moment forward. Good stuff. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get with the burlesque and yeah. do your song with them, too, just like you said. You're like, you yeah, just, you're yeah. like oh, I want to do okay, that. Thank so you. you're going to do it, right? Thank you. Yeah, because yeah. I'm still starstruck after what you just did. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You're so links, eh? Yes. Links. I'm so Yay. excited to hear that. Okay. All right. That's very impressive yes. to be able to sit there and do that, isn't it? Yeah. I love just it. Just to be able to. 
Well, I'm usually like on a stage and stuff, right. so you're like it's it's usually like a little bit of like yeah. you know like yeah. a, a little more you know distance. But it's fun to do it at this table in this way that's conversational and it's like telling you a story because that's the is whole there, purpose of a rap. Is, is there to tell any a story, way to right? do? Mm-hmm. Is there any way to do a couple of lines from Jesus is my sugar daddy no. song? <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. You don't have to do it right uh-huh. now if you don't want to. All right. You I'd think like about to it. it. I'll think it's about it. It's a really that. great song. Okay, great. Yeah. I know you don't. I, <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing a request is probably... <laughs> I would hear. And you... So, <laughs> so, so sort one other thing out for us here, Tiana. What was your connection to this movie, Waking Life? Oh, it was great. Oh, it was around the, around the same time that I was coming to New Orleans and starting to find my life here and my voice here. I was um, I was in Austin um, after going to art school there and doing a lot of film, doing a lot of video, and working within the communities doing film and video. There's just, there's so much film in Austin, so wonderful, yeah. wonderful place for that, and um, and was just in in the mix with a lot of people and. Uh, um, uh, the, uh, Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater. So the the casting director for Rick Linklater was um, a friend and a mutual friend, and she saw a performance art that I did. I did like an evening piece, and it's funny. I did a piece called uh, Yes No, and it was like asking all of these questions, and then the answer was yeah, either yes or no. Or I was right. asking the audience different things. So this was kind of like at the same I don't time. want a straw. Yeah. Oh, God, he's quoting me it's, from Waking Life. It's my, it's my absolute favorite movie of all time. I'm not even joking. What? I love How about Waking Life. Yeah. Isn't it a trip to you, you, where you're like, you're in, oh, no, you're that person. You're the, I've, you're I've, the, met the, it, you're, I've met people at bars a You're lot in my dreams, like, aren't you, oh Tabitha? You're in, my, you're in my dreams. You're the one who uh, helps wake me up from my clock being set, and you pitch the uh, live uh, opera. No, the yes. live talk show. Yes, it's like a, like a soap opera. Yeah, live soap and opera. I feel like that's really what Facebook became, you know? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Thomas, soap how about opera. that? No, that's amazing. That's like, pretty no, This is my absolute favorite movie. I watch it all the time. Wow. I, I, I like your, so her great. scene is like <laughs> top two in the movie. It's not so number one. Do you have a lot of fans? Well, this is really fun. You get to hear like the, the more of the story. And I was like on sitting it. here, like you trying to, to figure it. out where your voice is from. As soon as you said <laughs> that, I was like, which one is she? Yes, I've I actually met people in bars who recognize me from my voice yeah. in the movie and are like, "Well, this is happening to me." So you you're like here. a cult. You're like a cult figure from that movie. It's, people like Thomas and love so you. It's so cool because it's animated. So it's all these right. people and they're in this but dream. Just stop for one and second. So did you have anything to do with the creation of that I movie? Did, so I did. I did. What's your connection? Um, my, I created my part because okay. so, like I said, um, you know, the casting director was a mutual friend, and she saw this piece that I did. This piece with other artists and it was like an evening length thing and um, so she said oh will you come in and um, audition for us for this thing so she told me you know a couple of you know they had kind of a structure written and, and then people had space to improvise within that so I went in I prepared something and I went in and um, and they Rick and um, uh, why am I spacing her name but um, she's just great Lizzie Martinez um they said, yeah. oh, we don't know um, how you fit into this, but we love you and we want you to be in it. So then Rick and I had some sessions, maybe like four or five sessions where we would talk for like an hour. And so we created this, uh, my part your in the, fi- in the film. Bit. And so okay. it's like we wrote me into the film. It was a unique. Um, wow. Yeah. I don't want to be an ant. 
No, I don't want to be an ant. And it's so fun too. The woman who um, who animated me, so the so I knew a lot of the artists who were the animators and painters on it because there were just tons and tons of artists. Took like. You know, Where 14 hours for like a minute to happen in in Austin. Oh, that's awesome. And Rick is a great filmmaker so you're there. Of these, um, you're one of these slacker. people that you meet in New Orleans who you have no idea who the hell these people are until you yeah. start talking to them. You realize that there's, you're one of these people who have done all kinds of amazing stuff. It's happy hour. Yeah. When you're like, it's yay, extraordinary. that's why I live it? here. It's this so film, fun. This film yeah. is incredible. And that, that album of yours is incredible. Thank you so much. It's really so it's, an honor to be here with amazing. such esteemed guests. and It's exciting. <laughs> and Talking, having happy hours. Really I've bad. watched that movie at least two dozen times, oh, if right. not more than that. I love that. So ridiculous. what happens when you do something like that? And Have you gone on to do other things? Has Richard Linklater called you about doing anything else, or...? Did it help your career at all? <laughs> um, I jumped over here. It was like, at the time, I was starting to come over here to, to fulfill this vision that I had of, of being a rapper. And, right. um, I mean, I've seen Rick other times. But I, I moved here, really, at the same time that the film came out to do this what music. What made you move here and not Hollywood, for example? To, to make this, to you know, to make this, better. to rap and right. make this burlesque, make this performance art with... You know, rap and burlesque and, you right. know, actors and, you know, clowns and acrobats now and, <laughs> like, a cast, you know. So I, I love it. It's so fun to work with other people and work with what well, they when you do. Had that, when, you, when you had that vision of the future and you saw yourself in the future, yeah. is that what you've become? Absolutely. Did you become that vision? Yeah. 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 Have you had that experience? You remind you me have... of a very good friend. She's a clown and a stilt walker. And she's body painter and she lives in Montgomery, but she's here a lot working. You know, so. I got to meet her. Her name's Kim, but uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you got the yeah. same energy. New Orleans. It's the here. kids, too. It's the thing with the kids, also, you know. <laughs> People who work with kids. Do you work yeah. with kids? I do. What I do love you... working with she kids. She does also, yes. What do you, you do? I what... kids, too. <laughs> yeah. What... <laughs> You know, yeah. clowning, and then I was having a, a kid a kid party business in Austin, like oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. So I was doing Mary Poppins parties. Okay. Mary Poppins. You played Mary Poppins. So yeah, yeah. I'm Mary Poppins too. You are Mary Poppins <laughs> yes. too. What do you mean by that, Lynx? <laughs> what? I know what. You're my new best friend. Yes. Jinx. Yes. Lynx. Buy me a coke. What but is, I don't want to. I want to buy you something healthy. <laughs> right. I don't really drink Coke at school. What's, uh, what's Mary Poppins refer to, Lynx, in your yeah. world? What's that? What does Mary Poppins refer to for you, for you? Oh, my gosh. I love working with children. I'm orderly. I can, I can communicate with them on the level of, like, hey, little star bean. You know? <laughs> I see you. You see me? see me seeing you yes. and then we're like yeah yes. I see you we see each other <laughs> and it's really fantastic and on that level then we get into deeper stuff and we start just enjoying life Absolutely. and it's the playfulness and then it's oh we've got to clean the room because mom said so well gosh let's see what needs cleaning alright I'll fold those you fold that you don't know how to fold folding so much fun let's fold let's put some music on let's mu- sing when we're folding and that's where the Mary Poppins comes in. I was a nanny. 
Absolutely. I'd been a nanny. I still am. I, yeah, we're yeah. always nannies. Yeah. I had once been a nanny, and I'm still a nanny. Ain't no stopping. Ain't no stopping. Ain't no stopping this nanny. Are you, you really a nanny, Chiana, really, for real? Yeah. I really am a yeah. nanny. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And I work with children. It's yeah. great here. I work with my best friends. I nanny for my best friends. So yeah. it's really yeah. beautiful because, yeah. you know, beyond the client... You know, relationship is a lifetime of of friendship and yeah, um, right. You see him grow up. Beautiful. Okay, so Lynx, what do you do on a sort of daily basis? Is any of these things a job? Can I read through these? Okay. This is what it says in your in your bio that okay. that Graham, our producer, gave me. It says that you're a metaphysician. Shall I just do one, <laughs> one at a time, or should we go through all of them and pick one? Oh, well, I guess let's go one I'm at a go time. Th- or do you want to go through? I'm going to go through all of them. Okay, okay about this, and then somebody else can pick one. See where you want to start. Okay. okay. Metaphysician, massage therapist slash healer, animal whisperer, CNA. I don't know what CNA stands for. Um, nurse's assistant, certified. Oh, nurse certified assistant. nurse assistant. <laughs> Here's a good one. Death doula. Yeah. Okay. It's like a birth doula. Nanny. Well, we just did that, nanny. Singer songwriter, storyteller, inventor, emotionally intelligent, time jumping, dream traveler. And an indigo starseed flower child. Yeah. Okay, so... Do you take <laughs> apprenticeships for that whole, like, dream traveler thing? Because um, I'm kind of already there. All know? right. <laughs> okay. So, okay. John, John, you want to pick one of these to start with? Do you want to have a refresher? Here's the list. Huh? Pick one of these. Seeing Tutorials. Seeing you and Lynx know each other already from, from, from I want, tips. I want to hear about the dream traveler. Okay. Dream travel. I mean, okay, no starting with dream travel. All right. Okay, so let's go way out there, little people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and basically it comes down to this. At one point I found that I was doing um, lucid dreaming. And lucid dreaming was very fantastic. Which is the subject of waking life for those of you who are not yeah. on board yeah. with that yeah. whole train. Just to make sure that everyone's on the same page. That's okay. why he wanted to know more. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> so lucid dreaming is the idea. Now, I only say idea because we could come up with a lot of ideas of what's happening when that happens. But the idea around lucid dreaming that most people agree on is that you have... Awareness of being in the dream, you can motivate within the dream on command, move things, do things as you can in this waking world. So I was doing that a lot, and I actually got in a lot of trouble, and that's just another story. And then I found out that there's astral police, and they come and get you, and you get in trouble. You got in trouble in another dimension. About that, please. Yeah. I'm a troublemaker. I get into I get okay. into trouble frequently. Troublemaking. Yes. What is with astral? Right. Well, that's why I got in trouble. You were in trouble in another dimension, and you're dream- and you're lucid dreaming. Links, what happened? What were you doing? Okay. Well, now I actually can't go into those details were you, because were you they having, won't let you. No, were you having an affair with somebody? I'm in jail over there. Were you having an affair with somebody <laughs> in your dreams? I'm in jail you, over there. Did you and steal I'm stuff? Innocent. Okay. Basically, there's a bus station. There's a bus station, okay? Imagine there's people standing and sitting at the bus. Someone's at a bench, and he's sitting. He's reading, or he's sitting at the bus station. There's a woman. This is a bus station in another world. Yes, in my dream. Yes. This is only an example. I truly am not even going to go into the details of my discrepancies. I'm not. Well, I don't think the details, but the broad strokes would be good. That's where I'm going. Okay. Okay. 
It was personal. It was personal. Okay. It really broke my heart. Because afterwards I realized what I had done. Okay. So, and that's my business. Just saying. <laughs> okay. I learned my lesson, okay? Oh, okay. Man. Do you want to have a bit was, what this is? Okay. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you've got a bus station. You've got a man sitting on a bench and a woman standing holding a book. I walk over. I see the book she's reading. I want that book. It's my dream. I'm going to have that book. I grab that book out of her hand, and she pulls. Well, I want that book. It's my dream. Why are you pulling? Give me that book. I'm going to take that book. This is my dream. I'm in it. I feel it. Feel me. Give feel me. Book. Feel me. Give me, Give me that, that book. book. Give me that, that book. book. Right? No, it's my book. Okay. So I take the book. Well, in the struggle of taking the book, the dream disseminated. What happened on the other side was a man sitting on a bench watching a woman being jerked around and being pushed aside and her book being thrown on the ground. And he goes, oh, my God, what the hell just happened? I just said hell. Sorry about that. What the hell just happened? And she goes, I don't know. Oh, my God, I was just holding my book, and I just felt something pulling on it, and then I, you know, then I just let go. That's what was going on in that reality after I went in and so rudely decided my part was far more important. I'm, you know, what I learned from that, though, was that um, I was really there. And those people really did feel me. And those people are aspects of myself extensions of myself, extensions of my psyche, playing out the same creative source like we all are. There's one big creative source, and the source has us all take all these different forms and all our different propensities. Absolutely. You know, everything coming together, and we're all the same being in all the different ways. So after I had that experience, I didn't have lucid dreams again. I started having something else which became even far more greater, but I had to earn it. Like, I really missed lucid dreaming, and I knew that I had misbehaved. I just ruined it. And, like, that's her. And, like, I don't get to have them anymore. Okay, fine. But what, what I woke up to was the fact that I had affected another reality. So what was happening to me okay. in this reality, this reality... I was having all kinds of similar things happen to me <coughs> as you and I, all of us sitting at this table, would be are sitting you gonna, Are you getting to a point here? Sure Is enough. It, okay. I'm, we're getting about, to the, the point of the infraction. No, we're not going there. We're not talking about the infraction. We're talking about was dream book, travel. The book thing, that wasn't the infraction? No, we're talking about dream travel. So we're not travel. going to get onto the broad strokes he, of the infraction, he, which is what I thought we were talking oh, about. Oh, that is so funny. He I asked about dream traveling. He asked about dream traveling. I thought you were going to tell us what you did that was so bad in the other dimension that you're in jail in another dimension. And what was so bad about you shaking up that book I was book completely on board. Like, like, this is like, you're like 80% there. Okay. 90% there. I'm almost there. Right. So right. look. Right. So okay. it's about dream, jump, dream traveling and time jumping. What happened time was... Time jumping. Yes, time jumping. Okay. Now, I started seeing my dreams differently. Basically, what I found was when I would go into a dream, I knew that I was now actively participating through the eyes of, of, of selves. I was no longer lucid dreaming... I then was participating. Oh, I was then, sorry. <laughs> um, I moved away from the mic. <laughs> you got to obey that rule on this reality. Okay. So, yeah. I 
I would go into different realities. I would know that I was at in the reality. At will? Well, no. Or oh, just by chance. By chance is the other thing, is that I would find myself in the different realities, and I would go, oh, I'm here again. But... Have you ever considered that you're, like, crazy? Yes. Okay. Yes. And is there any truth Good to that? Good answer. Is there any truth to that, or are you not crazy? Is it real, oh, or is it all just... It is so some real. Some sort of... It's so real. It's real. Okay. Yes. You and I, we're all sitting at this table. All of a sudden, this pen gets taken... Jerked off and thrown over there. I should that say would that, be, was that would be. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I was jerked out of the hand, Jack. Jerked out of the hand. That's okay. all I meant. That's all I meant. And we would just all go, "What?" If that really had happened, but you took the pen out of my it's hand like and threw it. Stuff. Now, Ghost now things, the thing right? is, yeah, the thing totally. is, is this kind of stuff used to happen to me all the time. Well, you just took the pen out of my hand and threw Nobody it on the stool. Nobody took like it out of my hand. Then you're like, but you will be length, right? Yes. Yeah. But you're saying so. the oh, pen yes. in your world just, just flies out, across the yes, room. By okay. itself. Okay. I would have things move by itself all the time. Now, others might say, oh, that was a ghost. But I knew energetically I was being talked to by um, my, uh, at the time I just said spirit. But you could say spirit guides, and then I finally realized it was my higher self. It was an aspect of being playing with a me in this being <laughs> and this life, having this fun little cocktail party in the afternoon. Well, can you do that at will? No. So you still, so even your higher self can't control your well, lower self. The, the, the thing is, is other times that these things would happen, like the fact that John is here. Yes. And that I met you in the nut section. Yes, what? we did. Yeah, I met you in the nut section. At Am Hopefully. I crazy? At Tibetina's. Tibetina's, that's where I'm headed to do my next show. Oh, right, yeah. right, yeah, right. Yeah. So we know all of these things line up and sync together. So we're actually aspects of the same dream reality. Are we all connected, every single being on the planet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're all one cell. Okay. Divided. Off. Divided, 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 and then some's getting cancerous, and some's becoming white blood cells, some's being red blood cells. Okay, so, what some's subject are we on here? We're the on dr- the, t- <laughs> the dream, the dream jumping, dream time dream jumping, jumping. Time, dream jumping. Travel. time jumping. Okay, I'll give you an example of the the time jumping. All right. So, I am eight years old, and I'm living with my aunt. My mother has gone off to the army. Oh. Well, that's I'm, a good one right there. Your mother went off to the army and left yeah. you with your aunt. What about, yeah. Where's your dad at this eight? point? Um, wow. My mom and dad split when I was three. Your mom and dad split up when you were three, and then your yeah. mom left to go to the army. Yes, she when I was She must be a real eight. patriot. Oh. Uh, Why did she want to do Fox that? Fox News. What? Why did your mom <laughs> no. want to Yeah, yeah. And coffee. No. Coffee, cigarettes, Fox News. Anyway. Why did she want to leave an eight-year-old kid behind and join the army? Well, she was a solo mom. That's what my mom. that's what my next door neighbor is doing too. All right. God love them. But Your next door neighbor is a single mother who's gone off to join the who's army. Who's going and to? The that's her plan. I hope she changes her mind. But well, well, how, old are, well, how old are the, the baby? Is a baby. Um, Why did your mom leave? She's a just got. Is it a boy or girl? A boy. She'll be fine. Yeah. She's just strengthening her warrior side because she's taking on a boy, and oh. maybe the dad won't stick around. It's oh. the truth. Wow. Well, yeah. What was the explanation for why your mom left you with your aunt to go I mean, and join My dad was out of the picture. You, my mom was strengthening her warrior side. And I was going to have a boy. <laughs> okay. But my dad always wanted boys, so he'd always have his, our hair cut short. I mean, he was military, and it was weird. Oh. But, um, your dad was military, and your mom joined the Army. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right there, okay. later, yeah. Where did she go in the Army? Did she travel? 
Um, she went out to learn how to drive the big rigs, big trucks and stuff. And, okay. And big, And what big did you think? You were trucks. eight years old. What did you think about that at the time? I thought, this is, is neat. Cool? I'm living with my aunt and my uncle. They're like a mom and dad. They've got it together. They're pretty stable, <laughs> nice. and this is fun. <laughs> nice. Swimming right. pool. Yeah, and that helps home. a kid. Right. <laughs> so that worked out pretty good for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're eight years old. You're living with your aunt. And then what we're we going to get on to? Hey, time jump. Time jumping. You jump. Yeah. yeah. You jump. Okay. Within this house that I was living in, there, um, there was the living room. You moved into the dining room and kitchen. There was a little... Um, hallway into the family room and other bedrooms on the other side of the house. But the family room, my sister and I had been given to stay in while my mom was in the army. That was our room. The threshold in that hallway was always a weird feeling for me. There was a bathroom to bathroom there and the door to the garage. I would have to walk that space and I'd freak out all the time. Well, one day we were going to the drive-in movies because they were drive-in movies. That's how, that's my age. That's how long ago that was. And my aunt, everybody went through my room to go, or our room, through the slider doors to get to the furniture, the lawn furniture, to take to the driving movies. We go through this house. <laughs> okay, I'm still yeah, with you. Okay, from the, yeah. the pool, the pool's on the backside where the family room is. There's slider doors, there's the pool. They get the lawn furniture, they go through the house. We the should really house. do like a floor plan to get this straight. This yes. is the truth. Is it this the, is the truth. Is it very, okay. Is it important that we know yes, all this information? Yes, it's true. It is. <laughs> It I, is. I'm not sure why it's we need very, to know this. It's okay. very relative. It is. It's very relative. Okay. Okay, so here we are. Yeah. This is um, this is how it goes. I'm interested to know that what a family room is compared to family a room is where room. they would put the pool table. It was big. So this is a pretty sort of wealthy family. Would that be called a yeah. billiard room? So you, yes. So you landed on your feet here with this wealthy aunt. Sure enough. And here's is your mom's sister. Here's the front door. Yeah, stable family. Nice. Okay. Here's the front here's door. Here's the front door. Okay. And you would go through here. Yep. This is the dining room, and here's the kitchen. Okay. And here's the, that um, that hallway, but the hallway's th- slimmer, and that's to the garage. Did they add this and that's on, a bathroom. or was this the original floor the plan original. when they bought the house? Okay. And this is the um, the bedroom we were in, and these are the sliding glass doors, and here's the um, those are the extra rooms, and here's swimming pool and oh, whatever. Nice. Pool, pool and everything, and cool. outdoor yeah. furniture yeah. is here. Cool. Yes. Okay, so, now we've got that straight. We only have a few minutes to go. So. Okay. <laughs> Now, okay, so we're going through, we, we get all the furniture into, all the furniture gets into the back time of the truck. Right, we're taking the furniture from motion. by the pool through slow the whole motion. house. Time this jumping. is very important. You okay, have to yeah, walk yeah. through so the whole house to get the furniture go through the into whole the car house. to go to the drive. Why do you take furniture to a drive-in movie, by the way? We don't know. But through this threshold, You're, I would always I've freak out. Driving, that detail's not important. I would always freak, I would <laughs> freak out like that. I thought that was weird. Sort of driving force okay. the whole thing, but okay. It's no. a red herring okay. to this story. Now, pay attention, children. Yeah, okay, well, listen. listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallways okay. are portals. Hallways, <laughs> hallways and doorways are portals. are portals. Hallways and doorways are portals. To well, thresholds are portals. Mm-hmm. Okay, energy, well, yes, energy are, can actually, be really changed from one side to the other. Mm. Now, I was little. I didn't know any better. But I knew there was this energy here, and I knew the energy was different. So I would go through this threshold. We went to my, my aunt comes through. Everybody goes through the house, gets the furniture. But my aunt decides to get something, and I'm following her. I go through that threshold. I feel the weird feeling, but I know she's with me, so I'm safe. We go and we get the furniture. We come back through the house. We go out the front door, and my aunt, in a split second, closes the door and says, Oh, I forgot my watch when we used to wear watches. She opens the door, and in that short of time, from the mantle of the, the chimney, I mean from the fireplace, the clock bolted on a 
a big brick wall was off the mantel, across the living room, as well as the two glass lanterns that were on top of the oil lamps. They were off of there the and on the ground. They were across the They were room. completely across the room. In the dining room, there's a shelf and there's a glass bell. That glass bell was on the floor. Now, I'm going to skip this ahead. California. We, you are going I'm, to have to skip ahead because I wish you could get out of here. But I'm going was to skip there ahead. an earthquake? No, I'm going to skip ahead. Okay. I have a dream. I'm 20 years old at this point. I'm walking down the street. I'm lucid dreaming. I decide I'm going to walk and say hi to my aunt. I see the house. There's the fauna and flora. I walked the path to it. I knock on the door. My little self, I'm now in my little self, and I walk up to the door. I open the door. I see my older self, and I fall back in samadhi. Now, it took me a while to put together the fact what I had shown myself when I visited, even though I was 20 years, li- 20 years old, like 10 years later or something like this, when I had the dream to tell myself what had happened, the, the clock represents time. The lanterns represented the light. The bell represented sound. Through, the, through, the, um, through sound, in the speed of light, I traveled through time to see myself and show myself that I could travel through time. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. And that proves it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> any, further, any further questions? Because we'll have to get out of here now to make way for actual paying customers here at Wayfair. Pancakes. Do you have um, a, one follow-up question to that? Anything? A Nothing. question? I think that answered everything. Yeah. And that pretty much wrapped it all yeah. up for me. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Now okay. I understand everything. Yay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Yay. so we still have... If we, I think that explains We still have metaphysician, massage therapist, <laughs> and many, <laughs> and many okay. more to go. So we're going to have to come back here and do this again. Yeah. Are you guys oh, available? More songs. Okay. And, and Let's reconvene. Letter. I've been on this show right. for two years. Oh. I think this was the most hippy-dippy one I've ever attended. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. By, like, hey, far. Hey. It's hey. just a damn shame that Andrew Duhon's <laughs> not here today. And by the way, if you're looking for Andrew Duhon, his new record, False River, is out. You can find it at Spotify and yes. all kinds of other places and where you it. steal and this, buy What music. you're seeing right now what is a poster. A Melvi- <laughs> and we're having an EP release at Vaughn's Lounge on July the 7th. Oh, so good. if you want Put to hear me sing some more July the 7th, 2018. The name of the band is Melvitis. Melvitis. we're actually playing on Saturday at Siberia, also at 10 o'clock if y'all... All you people okay. want to hear some more, if you want to hear some more songs, as yes. you were requesting. Yeah, we never got to our second song. I knew that was going to happen. Oh, uh, well, people got to come out to the show. Yes. So, yes. so the, na- the name of the person you're listening to is Tiana Hux. Wiki, wiki, what? But it's also MC Sweet Tea. <laughs> That's right. So I don't know which one we're plugging here. And Melvitas. Yeah, all of it. All the above. All of, so, so all of the above. All out. Yeah. Tiana, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you been an very much. Epic, what a pleasure. It's been an epic show. John I Fleming, I can't believe we yeah. finally pulled this off. We, we got together. It's awesome. And Link Zohar, yeah, thank you. you have to come back again and yeah, do this because we've yeah. only really just scratched the surface of, <laughs> of time traveling. Time travel. Hey, listen, you all, our show today was brought to us by Door Furniture. For, for 80 years, they've been serving retail customers throughout the greater New Orleans area from its home base on Elysian Fields. Now in the fourth generation, Door Furniture provides fine quality furniture from manufacturers like Sickly Century and a wide variety of Amish furniture as well. They make all kinds of stuff from slip covers to dining room tables, especially for you if you'd like to have stuff customized. And if you're on the North Shore, Door Furniture recently opened another branch in Covington. <laughs> Door Furniture is as New Orleans as it gets. And thanks, too, to Strategic Resumes. If you want to sharpen up your resume, your LinkedIn profile, or your other job search skills, 
Get in touch with them, and if you want to get away, start your search for a vacation with Travel Central and Metairie, where someone can actually do all that travel planning for you. You and do some time travelling. cost you anything, and time travel time as well. Our show is produced today by Graham DuPonte and associate produced by Alison Moon. Christian Oner is our music director, and Thomas Walsh is our technical director. Our Facebook Live director, who put this whole thing on Facebook Live, is Asher Griffith. Andrew Searock is our fact checker and social media connector, and our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour, drop us a line or our address is on our website, itsneworms.com. We can also check out other shows you make here, including many previous happy hours and Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana, eats with Poppy Tucker, and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. We're on all of it, we're called It's New Orleans, and you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page. These photos were taken by Jill LaFleur. You can find more photos and info about Jill at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you've got one, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show was recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour to Production Lionel Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duholm, everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Lionel Broadcasting, thank you for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.